Welcome to Dating Log, the podcast that records the ups and downs of dating in your 30s. I'm your host, Wyndham Juno, and this is episode 10, Another One Bites the Crust. Tom has been in back-to-back, long-term relationships since his 20s, and he's just arriving back in the dating game over a decade later in his late 30s. He began hinge swiping almost immediately after his most recent relationship ended. That means that this episode is jam-packed full of juicy stories and dating anecdotes, along with a cast of characters looking for a pizza his heart. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm in London. I'm 37. Um, I was in back-to-back relationships until May this year. Um, that lasted probably together between about seven, maybe eight years. So I've not dated since like late 20s and now I'm on the dating scene. And I'm, I'm quite enjoying it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been, um, I've been using Hinge, uh, which I think is fantastic. Um, I mean... You know, when when I was dating before, so like late twenties, yeah, I think they had just introduced Tinder, right? Uh, or at least I'd just discovered it. So I used it for about a month, and that was it. But you know, it was still very much you had to date the normal way, like go up to a girl in a bar with your friends standing behind you, taking the piss out of you, you know. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, that's good and I like that and then suddenly there's Hinge right which is an, in the centre of London and you've just got this endless sea of possibilities you know it's uh, I think there's sport for choice nowadays these daters you know it's just like uh, but it's, it's got it's got positives and negatives because at the, at the same time too much possibility is like if your one of your messages is remotely boring or or you know not funny you're cut for the next guy you know because this especially the hot girls they've got like 50 guys writing to them at the same time all offering them the best dates in town you know and there's you coming with a date saying do you want to go for a walk in the park you know and grab a coffee you're cut you know not not good enough so um there's that side but then there's also you've got that as well like you know you just constant options or possibilities so it's been interesting no, I've definitely been enjoying it although there has been times when I've woken up and thought like uh, you know felt like I'm in the lost property basket <laughs> but I think that's just a, a perception sometimes when you're feeling a bit negative about it yeah, yeah. That was quite a loaded intro. I have lots of questions for you. Um, Okay, so you mentioned you were in back-to-back relationships. And let's go back to the beginning of this. Tinder was had just come out when you were on it for about a month. Did you meet the first relationship via Tinder? I did. I did, yeah. Yeah, she tried to have me pretend that we didn't meet via Tinder for like the first six months or something, but then sooner or later got bored of lying and just said, yeah, we met on Tinder. Um, but yeah, we did. But the second one did not. And the second one was actually a really nice meet. Um, so I'd been with the first one for like five years. And um, 
I'd, uh, it was COVID and she'd gone back to Argentina. Um, that's where we met. That's where she's from. And I'd come back to England and I'd studied a master's in England and I was trying to sort of reintegrate into uh, society here, you know. And I was trying to get in a very specific line of work, kind of like sort of almost like an area of journalism, right, that requires a lot of dedication and a lot of free work. So I was doing free work for like a year. So I was like unpaid, living at my parents, living at my mum's, you know, she's had enough of me. <laughs> living at my dad's, he's had enough of me, right? And it's mid-COVID and I'm at my dad's, which is in north of France in the middle of nowhere. I'm talking like 10 kilometres from the closest shop, right? Over winter, I've broken up with my ex uh, and I just had not got a job for like, I don't know, it was like 18 months or something. So it was a dark time. And then... Um, and then I got a job in London, and now I'm coming back to London, you know, with a job. So I'm going to earn money, I'm going to see friends again, I'm going to have this new life, you know, start dating again, which I was really looking forward to. And on the way back, on the boat, I met this other girl, right? So it's like, it was like, oh my God, it's fallen out of the sky, right? There was one other person, pretty much, on this boat, and it was her, Um she was far too young for me. I'm, I was like 12 years older than her. But uh, we didn't know that at the time. We started dating and then it just sort of evolved. Anyway, it still felt like it fell out of the sky. Um, yeah, so uh, it was good and it lasted two years. Then it broke. Anyway, that was like a really strong impetus to a relationship. And I do feel like you do lose that with the hinge thing, right? So part of my adapting to Hinge has been a, 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 an acceptance, you know. This is how everyone's dating nowadays. This is what everyone's doing, you know, so just get on with it, right, and make it work. Um, the dating apps? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't know people are still meeting each other in real life, but it seems like everyone's on Hinge, right, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You tell me, yeah. <laughs> well, you're the dating expert, so... <laughs> <laughs> not the experts i am the dating investigator uh, okay. can i ask why did you choose hinge uh oh, i tried tinder briefly and i just thought it was trash man I, I thought i was not impressed with tinder no i thought Hinge was much better quality how so <laughs> oh god uh i'd say the um the profiles were slightly classier, to put it, put it one way. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was a load of trash on Tinder. That's what it felt like. <laughs> Did you go on any dates from Tinder? No. No. I deleted it fairly soon as well. Yeah. Um, I just want to get the timing right. When did you end your last relationship? Um, beginning of May. And when did you get on Hinge? Probably, uh, I don't know, like... I probably downloaded it after a couple of weeks, but I probably didn't start actually using it for like a month. And my first couple of dates, looking back on it, I was not ready uh, at all. No, not at all. No. I struggled to hide it as well, right? Because actually uh, the, rela the, the ending of my previous relationship did actually cut me up a bit. You know, I was disappointed. Uh, it, was not a, it, was not, it was not a very good ending, really. Um, 
you know, when they asked me, like, oh, you know, and your previous relationship, I really struggled to hide the fact that <laughs> uh, it had ended, you know, not in the way that I'd wanted it to end. Yeah. Why did you decide to go on dates so quickly if you you knew you weren't ready? Or, yeah, like, why do that after such a, after a breakup that did something to you? Um, I was trying to, um, you know, recover from the situation and sort of turn it round. Like I did a number of things, you know, I made some positive changes and um, and stuff, and and it, and it did work. To be honest, um, you know, I never really got to like process the end of that relationship because we just never spoke. You know, that was it, which is ridiculous. But um, sooner or later, I just get up caring really actually the, the the dating in the end really helped right once I started meeting like quite nice people and had some um you know had some I don't want to say options but I don't know how to say it in a nice way um but yeah like I saw that there was other people out there options is a valid word yeah I thought I saw there other people out there and you know and some some nice people and more appropriate and whatever then um then that that was nice yeah yeah. About how many dates or how much time in did you start feeling ready for dating? Well, I don't know, a couple of months maybe. So fairly early on, I had a good date um, with this girl. She was really cool. And um, the date was going really well, really well. We're like belly laughing. And I'm thinking, oh, this is decent. Um, and then... I don't know how we got onto the topic yet. She was like trying to ask me like about my previous relationship and I was like, oh, we don't want to talk about that. You know, and then she pushed and pushed. So then I gave her, like I tried to give her a light version of this story. I said, oh, you know, and then this, she just disappeared. And, you know, to be honest, it, it's been difficult. Oh, that's why. Because she was asking, because I was doing a triathlon. She was asking, why are you doing a triathlon? Why are you doing a triathlon, right? And I was just like, oh, just because cause I want to do it um, and because I was doing it with my brother-in-law, you know, and I was enjoying it and I was enjoying getting fit. And she was like, why are you doing a triathlon? Like, right. So I was like, well, actually, there is a reason, I said. You know, I said, uh, you know, I'd had a difficult time earlier this year and this was like a sort of positive response. Anyway, she just dropped in tone after I'd done this, right? And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then she's gone to the bathroom and come back and so I'm trying to bring it back trying to get the vibe back trying to joke and whatever and about 10 minutes later still she's just flat and I just said look you know we start talking about exes because you insisted and since then it's just fucking died you know and oh. um, yeah she she then said she recognised that she's like yeah I'm sorry uh, and then she said that she'd very recently broken up uh, like even less time than me and I think like it made her think of what she'd done to him or something like that oh. um, anyway that one that one died pretty much <laughs> there which was ridiculous to be honest I was I was quite uh, disappointed about that but that moment like the good moment that we'd had up to it I think had made me think yeah. oh yeah okay you know there are good dates to be had out there um, so, yeah, I just, um, yeah, just carried on, really. 
Uh, can you tell me about some of the other good dates you've had since then? So I've had some um, some mixed dates. Uh, I've had like uh, so I met an Argentine that was from Cordoba, from where I'd lived, right? So that was quite um, it was quite amazing for her to come to London and meet an English boy who'd lived in Cordoba, right? Second biggest town in Argentina, but in the middle of nowhere, right? It's like a thousand kilometers inland uh, from Buenos Aires. You know, most people here have never been there or never heard of it or, you know, and there's there's her on her own over here and she meets an English guy, you know, who lived there for five years, right? So we had the first date, which was good. Um, and then um, second date lasted, uh, I think we met on a Friday afternoon and she left on Monday morning. Wow. Uh, so, so it went intense quickly. Um, and you know, like Latin, Latinas are a bit sort of passionate, a bit... Um, a bit fiery, a bit intense, right? She was a 10 on that level. She was peak Latina, right? And I mean, like, I wouldn't text her back for a few hours and she'd like block me on her phone. She did that three times in two weeks. By the third time, I was just like, oh. uh, that's enough. You know, I've, I've reached my limit. But then she kept writing and writing and writing. And she even, <clears throat> so I got into bed one evening at like 10 o'clock. Bear in mind, I live in a building with a concierge and I got into bed really early and I felt a knock at the door and it was like a shiver down my spine and I went to answer the door and there's this girl with absolute fury in her eyes, dressed up to the nines, looking fantastic, <laughs> there to give me a bollocking in like high heels. Um, what happens? <laughs> no, I did, I did not. I just uh, tried to say, look, uh, you know, I'm very sorry, but I just, um, you know, I thought it was too much that you'd, you'd blocked me three times in two weeks. I thought it was too much. And I thought, you know, if you've done that within two weeks, what's it going to be like in a few months? I said, that, does, that sounds like quite a stressful relationship, but that's not the sort of thing I want to be involved in. Yeah, fair. Um, that day, I'd had a situation at work. Uh, I've got this really funny guy next to me. And uh, I'd had a serious phone call, but he'd managed to make me crack up in the middle of this phone call. Mm -hmm. And now I've got her in, in my hallway in this really intense moment giving me a lecture. And I recalled, you know that thought you get when you think the, la the worst thing I could do right now would be to smile, right? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I remembered this guy, my colleague, making me crack up. <laughs> on the phone and I just felt the corners of my mouth start to go <laughs> and I had to say I had to like put my hand over my mouth when she's giving me this really serious lecture you know from the bottom of her heart and I just had to say I'm really sorry and I, I sometimes uh, smile I smile sometimes laughing in appropriate <laughs> moments <laughs> anyway she managed to thank god she ignored it and just um, carried on with the lecture but no, I just tried to be nice to her as best as I could, um, but it was it was too much. She she recognised, you know, she she she'd gone far too far. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I finished that one, and then um, and then I started uh, dating. Um, well, I started talking to three people, which is kind of where I am now. So one of them, remarkably 
was also from Cordoba, right? So I've met two people, I'd say, from Cordoba since I got here back from Cordoba in 2018. And they were both within, like, three weeks of each other on Hinge. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, but this one's, like, the polar opposite of her. She's, like, really, um, you know, nice, decent, uh, well-educated, a uh, great job. Um, you know, the sort of person that on paper would be, like, an ideal, like, wife, I'd say. And she is really, um, you know, keen as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a couple of dates and they were quite nice. Um, but I just felt no spark, if I'm honest, no vibe. Even though, you know, I had a lot of respect for her and for her job and she was attractive and really nice. Uh, good at tennis, you know, which I like. Um, but I just felt nothing. I felt nothing, which is strange. Uh, strange. I don't know if inside of me, the, the whole Cordoba thing, I think um, maybe I'd been either turned off it or I just thought it wouldn't work. I thought, um, I thought A, turning up back in Cordoba, right, where I've got had this five-year relationship in the past and I'd made all these great friends and, and, and I loved my the exes and family and friends and whatever. And I thought if I bumped into them, you know, with a new girl from Cordoba, I just thought that would be... I'd be blacklisted, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that was a part of it, but yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of ghosting out of that one. I think you're ghosting her. I think I'm just fading out. Yeah, I'm fading out. What's the difference between fading and ghosting? I don't know. I don't know. Just going really slowly. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I like because I'm I'm trying. You know, I like I like chatting to her and whatever. So I, I respond and I'm nice and whatever. But um, yeah, I'm probably fading out of that one. And then uh, there's there's a Russian girl mm-hmm. um, who is again seems quite nice, uh, very bold and outgoing, and um, she has a very good job. She's quite high powered actually, and quite a touch intimidating, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, like she likes like techno, right? She goes to like techno raves. Yeah. Uh, that's what she does in her spare time, and then runs half marathons. You know, she's quite quite intense, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and I've been on a couple of dates with her, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I I quite like her. I quite like her. There was something there, I'd say. Um. um what do you like about her? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, she's she's attractive and um, she's uh, she's successful, definitely. And I, and I like that she's very confident um, and, and bold. And, uh, and uh, yeah, she, you know, she's quite nice. You know, we've had reasonably good chat, I'd say. Um, but uh, then the third one uh, is an English girl who... Uh, I went on a date with and I instantly thought I like this girl yeah I did I did I came away from that date thinking yep I can do that like I'm into that definitely um it's very strange like (coughs) uh, 
like on paper, again, I'd say out of the three, she's probably the less, the least appropriate, or I don't know, uh, you know, the one that you'd probably choose less, but she's got really good banter and she makes me laugh and uh, she takes the piss out of me and that seems to be a way to my heart. Um, and yeah, she's definitely cool. I mean, we are worlds apart in who we are. Um, but no, it's been a really good connection. Um, yeah, for me, certainly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's funny how it works. Is there like a framework or something specific that you're looking for right now while you're dating? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm working that out now. Um, so, you know, in, in the past I've thought I've had like a type or whatever, but um, now I'm just, I don't know, trying loads of different people and just trying to see what, happens really I guess uh, yeah more the sort of trial and error route I guess I guess I'm curious what is it that you're looking for while you're dating right now uh, oh as in um, yeah I think I do I want a, a relationship yeah yeah I'm not just like trying to have fun or anything like that like uh, yeah I want to uh, you know try various dates and whatever and, and see what works but yeah, I think I want a relationship. Um, you know, I'm 37. I feel like it's uh, it's time, really. Time for what? I don't know. All my friends are in serious relationships. They've all got kids. You know, it does start to play on you a little bit. You start to think, well, what the hell am I doing? Um, but also, I, I enjoy being in a relationship. I've realised that. and I was somewhat happy in my last relationship, um, at least in the sort of the daily routine of it, you know, sharing a place or whatever. I'd never really lived on my own before uh, until these last few months. Yeah, well, because, uh, you know, university, you live with friends. After that, lived with friends. Then I lived with girlfriends. Um, so I guess I've always really uh, lived with other people. Uh, so that was one thing I had to face um, initially. Uh, but I, d I did get used to that, actually. And now I don't mind it so much. But I do like living with someone, I think, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely looking for a relationship, I'd say, yeah. What is it about being in a relationship that that you like? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just nice to... Uh, the company, isn't it? I think, uh, I think I'm quite a social person. I quite like to be around others. I mean, fortunately, I get good, uh, good social at work, definitely. Uh, there's a lot of... It's a very sociable environment at work, so I get a lot of that during the day. Um, but no, I like to do things with others, really. I don't like to come home and just sit here on my own. don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> um... So no, I like to be with someone else. That that was my next question. How is it to come home and be by yourself? Like what comes up when you're like, go home to an empty house and then you are by yourself for the night? What goes on with you or in your head or what are you thinking? Well, I've been adapting to that, um, trying to fill that space, I guess. I mean, 
you know, I get home at like six, I'm already knackered, uh, have some dinner. You know, there's not a lot of time left in the day, but what have I been doing? I've done, I've done a lot of exercise, actually. Uh, yeah, exercise uh, seems to uh, be something to do, put me in a good mood. Um, I uh, go and sit in the sauna sometimes. <laughs> uh, I don't know, it's something to do. Um, and I go to bed very early, I'm afraid, like sadly early. Uh, and then just read in bed until I sleep and then, you know, get up early. Uh, yeah, so I don't do a lot in the evening, to be honest. And then I've filled up, I've done a lot of dating, I'd say, as well. Like, that's uh, kept me entertained as well. So I've probably been using it a bit for uh, entertaining the, the dating as well. Like, um, you know, it's expensive, though, my God. Expensive? What are you doing for dates? Oh, my God. God, it's like a hundred quid a date in London. You know, two drinks each and maybe, uh, I don't know, a nibble of some sort uh, and you're at a hundred quid, right? And I'm thinking in this day and age, uh, girls are offering to pay. I can tell you they are not offering to pay. Uh, I'd say I've paid for like 80% of dates, yeah. How do you feel about that? How do I feel? Well, I mean... You know, you get to that bill-paying time and you're like, OK, I'm just going to, like, slowly start pulling the card out. And, yeah, nothing back from the girl. Bang, paid, see you later. Um, I don't know why that's the case. But... Yeah, I also don't know why that's the case. I thought we reached this point where it's, like, more equal. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but no, it's not been my, my case so far. There's been a couple. No, I wondered if, um, because, you know, on Hinge, you have to put, like, what you do as your job or whatever. Um, so I wonder if, because I, my job is, like, in finance, I wonder if that is, like, a factor going in. They think, you know, he's in finance, he can pay. I don't know. I did hear of somebody one time who, if she needed something done, like, in her house she would specifically look for people with these like skills or qualifications <laughs> and like go out on a date with them and then be like, oh, by the way, I noticed you're this and I actually have this thing in my house. No way. And she was getting people to fix shit for her for free. Yes. <laughs> That's mental. So I'm sure there are people like that who are also searching for a specific kind of person either on paper or in person because they want that kind of security or treatment or yeah whatever it is that they're looking for this is oh this is a good question what kind of swiper are you what are you okay well hinge i guess is not really swiping right it's liking so what do i like um yeah yeah what do i like um well obviously attractive is very key part of it central um but i do have yeah i've definitely got um certain things that i like and don't like i don't like uh, like too much like makeup you know too um like pumped up lips you know if i see any signs of potentially from like essex which is by the way pretty much where i grew up <laughs> then uh, that's going to be inside me. It's an innate no from me. Yeah, 
that's mm. that's just a bang no right and that was what what I was saying about tinder that it was full of trash right tinder for me was like 99% Essex uh, just pumped up lips you know just absolute trash I was just like no not for me um so yeah uh and then I've probably got an age thing as well like I don't I'd say like yes I've been on a date or two with people like 37 which is my age mm-hmm. but generally I think a bit younger than me I think um I don't know I think I'm probably like not that mature in some ways for my age and I just think maybe I suit someone that's like sort of 30 or something like that yeah uh, yeah and also uh, in terms of like where I am in my life as well like I'm not where most 37 year old men are in their life I don't think so I think I'm more like a 30 year old so that's one thing uh, age uh, the the physical appearance um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't read a lot of the the, the 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 prompts I don't know if you know Hinge that well anyone that takes it too seriously like as trying to give really serious answers that I don't really I like jokey answers really I think yeah there's a lot of girls putting the same things you know um yeah I wish I could recall some but I I can't I'm afraid from the top of my head but there's a lot of girls repeating the same stuff and it's just very uninspiring to me actually this English girl that I told you that I liked her profile was definitely different um it was very jokey um and yeah, we we just immediately started joking off the back of that. Um, it's quite funny actually because um, she'd had one of her prompts was something like uh, the, the way to my heart or something, and she just put dad jokes, right? Mm. So I thought, oh, I'll go in with a dad joke. Yeah. Right. Oh, so this is another thing about Hinge, right? You've got to learn how to how to communicate on Hinge. That was a total learning curve. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, you can't just go in with like, hi, how are you? You know, <laughs> hello, Laura, or whatever your name is. How are you? You know, too boring. They're not even going to answer you, right? Okay. Or how is your weekend? The worst thing you can ask is how is your weekend going? The worst thing you can, yeah. Fucking hate that. <laughs> if you ask someone how the weekend's going, you're just finished, you know. Yeah. Unmatch. So I think you can't even say hello. I think you have to go in with something sharp. You know, something out there, a little bit, you know, punchy, a little bit edgy. Yeah. Um, so that's how you've got to start. And then you've got to keep that up as well. <laughs> right. You can't relax and just be like, anyway, how are you doing now? You know, or <laughs> something like, how's your day going? You know, blocked, not answered. Uh, you know, not blocked, but not answered. Um, anyway, so I went in with a, what, what was it? It was like a, right. I was like, uh, do you want to hear a joke about a pizza? Right. I don't know why I've come up with this shit dad joke anyway. I have. So I've got in with that. Is it super cheesy? That's how she's answered that within like two minutes. And I'm like, oh my God. I thought, this is the basest joke of all time. So I was like, ah, I was like, no, uh, you know, I'm not that basic, you know, and the eyes emoji. And then I thought, fuck, I really immediately need to come up with another pizza joke, right? A better one. So I'm like trawling through pizza jokes, trying to find a funny one. So, so I'm like, oh, left a pizza in the oven last night, burned 2,000 calories. 
still no response, right? I thought, oh, fucking hell, this is... <laughs> but so I've gone in with another one. I've gone there. I've gone, oh, no. No, I've not... What have I put? I've put that... Uh, oh, man, can't believe it. Another one bites the crust. <laughs> and about 20 minutes later, she responded. And then, to her credit, she responded with a pizza pun. Right? She's come and rescued me from this pizza pun spiral with a pizza pun, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I thank her for this, for throwing me a bone, you know, uh, for saving me from down here. I was like, I was dying down here, you know, <laughs> drowning in pizza puns. Thank you so much. And then uh, she's done a couple more. It was fantastic. Uh, so I was very pleased with that. Anyway, uh, we had a lot of jokes after that. Uh, so that was a good start. That sounds fun. To like flip this completely, have you had any like really terrible or outrageous in a bad way dates? Um, I've had a couple. Oh yeah, no, I've had a few actually. Um, so, well, I've had a couple of dates where, and this is difficult to say without sounding like a male chauvinist, right, uh, or whatever. But I've had a couple of dates where they've turned up and I'm afraid they did not look like they did in their pictures, mm, okay? Mm-hmm. That sounds bad, but no. When you in- instantly feel like uh, you really don't fancy them, you know? Yeah. And you also feel a little bit cheated, you know? But then I'm just like, well, I'm here now, so I'm... Oh, I had one date with this girl and she turned up. Within two seconds, I'm just like, that's a no. Uh, but I've turned up and we've gone through a restaurant. That's the worst decision. That's part of the learning curve, right? And I've paid for dinner. I've sat there for two hours with her and I've got to the end as well. Oh, this was the worst. I've got to the end and I was like, oh, so, you know, I haven't dated for ages or whatever. Um, I don't know how it works now. Does the man still pay? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. 120 quid. Like, I fucking was bored shitless. Just trying to be nice the whole night. Uh, didn't fancy her at all. Oh, no, it's terrible, but she made me pay for it. Yeah, I think she could sense that I was not into it. And uh, she just said, yeah, you can pay for it. Yeah, so that was not good. I've had a few of those, actually. Where you sat through a whole dinner together. Well, sat through a whole evening. Like, I, I don't mind to try and chat and try and get something out of it, you know. Let's give them a chance. Let's see how they are and, yeah. you know, try and get something going. But no, that that one was depressing. I can remember coming home uh, on the train after that one. Just dropped 120 quid, you know. I hadn't enjoyed it at all. And I remember phoning my mate. And I felt pretty damn miserable after that. But yeah, then you just got to get back on the app, get another one, you know, move on to the next one. Yeah, is that how that works? Get get some hope going again. Yeah, yeah, it does, does work. Um, there's been a couple of slightly crazy ones, I'd say. Oh, yeah? Enlighten me. There was also a girl from Romania mm-hmm. uh, that was pretty nuts. Getting really hot, right? Smoking. And uh, we walked around for hours. Uh, did a really nice loop around Hammersmith, around the river. It's my favourite walk. Um, and... Uh, yeah, she was definitely a bit nutty, but I thought, well, fine you know, give her a chance and whatever, and she's really attractive, so fine. Uh, Yeah, we get to the end of the date, and uh, 
started kissing. And she was like, I know what you're thinking. I was like, what? She was like, uh, is it too soon to grab my ass?" It's like, uh, okay, so I grabbed her ass. Um, anyway, that's besides the point. Like, then we, so I thought that had gone well. And then afterwards, again, like next day or something, I hadn't texted until like the evening or something. And I just got like psycho messages. Like, uh, she was fuming, absolutely fuming. Like, where's my message? Like, how are you doing? How was your day? Nice bum, X. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, um, you know, I'm really sorry, you know, and like, uh, sorry I didn't realise that you, uh, you know, like, felt like that. Some girls don't like to be texted too much, you know, you don't want to crowd them out or whatever. And she was like, you don't really mean that, that's bullshit, uh, you know. Mm. Again, uh, really intense, yeah. And then, so she went from that to then, like, two days later when I was like trying to sort of reverse that and trying to like I don't know be nice and text a bit more um then she like played the mental health card and said that um you know in this moment uh, she thinks it's not a good idea to date anybody um very sorry so I just said oh absolutely no worries and you know you know if you'd like to chat one day uh, you know not as dating let me know or whatever and then um yeah yeah, and then she started posting like status updates of like her doing fun things and rollerblading and stuff like this. And I, I don't know; it was all very conflicting information. But yeah, yeah sounds like I just, it. Again, remove that one from my phone. Yeah, and that's that that that's when you have these you have these moments when you think afterwards that you know, am I in the in the lost property basket? You know what I mean? I thought, is it just? <laughs> Is it only the nutters are left on on hinge? You know, is that is that it? Uh, I have had that thought a few times. All the all the non nutters are not on hinge, right? Because they're all taken. That's what I thought. Do you think really think that? No, but you know, after dates like that, you do question mm. sometimes. Yeah, but no, I've met plenty of nice people. You mentioned earlier. Uh, you said. I think something like, oh, I should probably just get on with it because a lot of your friends are married and they have kids and they have houses and you chose to do life a little bit differently. So I'm wondering, is there some sort of like social or family pressure or something that's giving you this feeling of you should just get on with it? Of course, like we all have that, right? Even though some of us might you know, say that we don't. Of course there is that there, isn't there? But, you know, it's not the main driver. Also, like I, as, as I said, I do like, I think I like to be in a relationship and I do want to be with someone, I think. So uh, it's a mixture, yeah. Do you think you're dating uh, differently because of your age and career? And because you've just come out of a long relationship, like, I mean, compared to 10 years ago was like the last, let's say your first year, all intents and purposes, right? It was a decade ago was the last time you were really on the dating market and you were in your twenties and now you're in your late thirties. Yeah, probably a touch more uh, serious, a touch more filter, right? Um, <clears throat> like uh, when I first um 
started dating, I thought I'll, I'll, I'll allow myself to, like, date a few, like, sort of young, hot girls or whatever, you know what I mean, just to have some fun. <laughs> and I did think that I would give myself that permission. Um, but I'm already sort of not bothered about that. Um, you know, I've got to have a few more things going on than that, uh, and I've realised that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a bit more potential of something developing um, yeah so yeah I'm probably a bit more serious I guess I think um the last question I want to ask you is do you have any advice or words of wisdom you want to share with other people who are also in their late 30s and dating um maybe so I t- I've probably mentioned it already. So, so like uh, the acceptance, right? Of so a lot of people are like, oh, hinge, you know, uh, I don't like being on a dating app, you know, and that's sort of holding them back. No, everyone's on a dating app. You've got to get on with it. Go out, meet as many people as you can, you know, scattergun it. <laughs> uh, got to re- learn the rules of the game as well, right? You've got to learn to be able to do the chat. That is so, and that's so difficult, right? To do like fun texty chat is fucking, that is hard. Um, Like in real life, it's much more easy, I think. Uh, So you've got to learn how to chat, right? And uh, yeah, you've got to learn the rules of the game, I think. Um, And that's just going to give you so much more uh, success, I think, because you could fail early on in dates on so many tiny little things if you're just not doing it according to the right rules of the game. Uh, so, yeah, you've got to learn how it works. Yeah. So, my, um, I actually had this conversation with my half-sister. She had she had been very tentative with the whole hinge thing. She's much younger. She's probably like 25, I'd say. And uh, she'd shown me a hinge profile. And I just said, I, I took it to pieces. Uh, I tried to... <laughs> I tried to help. Um, you, you know, you do need to put a little bit of uh, nice-looking photos in there, right? You know, you've got to know what the guys are primarily attracted to. And I know this is my half-sister I'm giving this advice to, but she has since taken it on board, and she's now going on hinge dates, and she's really pleased with it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I just helped her select her photos and just... Um, also some jokey answers on the prompts as well um, yeah yeah. I think it just projects like a, I don't know confidence and that you're not because you know some people are a bit tentative and oh I don't really like Hinge I don't want to be on this dating app or boring you know next uh, <laughs> you know you've got to accept it and make the best of it I, mean, you know, I guess I don't know Hey, Wyndham here with a quick note before the credits. Harry and I have had a lot of fun these last few months making these episodes, but we've only got two episodes left this season, and we want to know what do you think? What have you liked? What are you missing? Is the context relevant? Do you want a season two? And what could we explore? Please leave us your questions, comments, suggestions, slide into our DMs on Instagram, write us an email, Use the form on the website. It's a 21st century. I'm sure you can reach us if you want to. And we are very much looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks.
Dating Log is recorded and hosted by me, Wyndham Juno. It is produced by Harry Dark. Our artwork is in collaboration with Esme Hemming Studio. You can follow us on Instagram at Dating Log Podcast. Our website is datinglogpodcast.com. And if you'd like to send us a message, you can slide into our Instagram DMs or email us at datinglogpodcast at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're enjoying the episode so far, leave a review and tell a friend. We'll be back in a fortnight with the next episode. Please don't ghost us.